Hey, hey, listeners, you, guys, you just missed like all our good stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, we uh-huh. made some good stuff that didn't have anything to do with Star Wars. Uh- <laughs> yeah, but because we've committed to this, we're going to start this episode with Star Wars. Woo! Star Wars, Mandalorian, nerds. season two finale. <laughs> you damn nerds, this is for you. Yeah, this is for you guys and for me as well. <laughs> <laughs> this is for... You know, part of the ship, part of the crew. Who is this for? You know, yeah. Do we want to debate about the, the debate this? This again? is for what everybody. Was, well, what was like, Star Wars for now? Who is it for? Is it for the core fans? Is it for the little kid to say you can do it? You can I be think, something one day. Who's for? no? Fuck all that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's for people who who are angry at the sequel trilogy and want to watch something good. Like that's <laughs> that's yeah. what it's for. It's for people that want to see It's about family, their, man. It's about obscure, family. It's for people that want their obscure cartoon references to end up in live action. Yeah. Well, you like, watch and fucking were, Snoopy just going dude, around in the background. Oh my god, it's Snoopy. Tons what? of Easter eggs. <laughs> like tons of like little Easter eggs in this in this season and also in this episode, man. So many things that you're like, "Oh, I've seen that in the TV show. I've seen yeah. that in the movie. I yeah. saw that there." So and, wait, uh, did, did we see yeah. Mandalorian live action in this episode? We did, right? uh yeah no no we didn't see mandalorian like oh, okay i thought uh, so no no thing is like uh they're, they're, so like we begin on like uh i think it's like a chase in space or something yeah because the whole episode just takes place in space during the yeah during the it fight, all takes right? yeah. place in space except when they go like recruit bokatan and her um acolyte I, I don't know what her name is i can't remember her assistant uh, <laughs> It's like, do you want a latte? Okay, I'll get you a latte. Like space latte? Yeah, okay, space latte. And uh, <laughs> latte. And, and uh, you know, d- did Boba just insult you? Okay, I'm gonna beat his face in. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the okay. thing is, like, okay, so the the beginning of the episode is just like it's kind of like in a heist movie. Like you build your team. It's like, mm. oh, I know this guy's really good at this. Or oh, so yeah. like they. I love how epi- every yeah. episode is basically turning into like I need a team. The blue. The blue guy. The blue guy. Like, he's got the ship. She's got the big gun. She's got the armor. <laughs> so, and you know what I found out from this episode? Mud Scuffer is motherfucker for Star Wars. Awesome. So somewhere along the way, they want to bring Mace Windu back. They better yeah. incorporate that somehow. It's like, you Mud Scuffer like, thought I was dead. And I was like, ah, and he'll come up. I thought he was going to be the surprise. Mud Scuffer, yeah. But, no, uh, I thought he was going to be the surprise yeah. Jedi at the end. I don't know why. You know, I caught, you know, okay, spoilers, because we always spoil anyway. I, I think, and like, the, I always write spoilers in the description for our episodes. And but I'm like, drinking we wine never and you're online. drinking whiskey, so. Yeah, I'm drinking whiskey. I'm drinking in an old-fashioned, because we went old-fashioned this week in the episode, you know, with all these, like, old-school. Ah. <laughs> that I got the bad joke at the beginning of the episode, so that now we can move on. Bad joke. But, uh, <laughs> bad joke. Bad joke segment. But it's like, uh <laughs> Yes, clap, clap for my funniness. Uh, but it's like, <laughs> like, like all the Palpatine clones, all the Palpatine like people in the all stands. the Palpatine yeah. acolytes, like, yeah, all the guys like, oh, Palpatine, so the funny, yeah. But the acolytes, they're yeah. <laughs> that was so dumb. I, I mean, having all those guys, like, you're like, you don't know who they are. I, I like, don't know. I, okay. I really that's feel that's a sequel trilogy. A, we're going thing. another rant about that at some point. Fuck that. Uh, thing is, this episode was all about what is, what works in Star Wars, and the complete antithesis to whatever they did in Rise of Skywalker. So it's it's it, and the Last Jedi, to be honest. Like, so 
Yes, I, I mean the the first part of the 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 first part of the episode is when they try to get Bo-Katan to join their ragtag team of, you know, get some more Mandalorians in there, and uh, you know a lot of little Easter eggs, little mentions like, oh yeah, well Boba Fett, like you don't like your dad wasn't your dad, he was your donor kind of thing. So they're really yeah. like jabbing him, you know, it's like eh, twisting the knife kind of thing, and and, uh, and then he's like, this might be the last force you hear, princess, and you know, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I wonder when they were actually going to like bring awesome. that up like yeah no they they brought that up because like yeah. i i don't know if boba fett actually mentioned that to din Djarin or maybe he sort of maybe he knows i don't know but like they never mentioned it outright and yeah. there they actually mentioned it and i guess maybe uh, din Djarin was like i'm not gonna mention it. he's probably you know a soft spot you know in his like you know a nerve yeah. a, a, <laughs> a, you know a exposed nerve uh <laughs> yes. for boba fett and uh but but i think the fact that they got all the heavy hitters from season two i think in this mm -hmm. like you know except for i mean you know uh bill burr escaped with his yeah team. i mean um like, they did uh, they, they didn't bring back they brought back the people you were thinking about like yeah if it last like last season when they had the bill burr episode it's like you had the whole team, right? But mm -hmm. personally, like it, 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 I, I just thought about Bill Burr because he was like added there as a joke. So they, they, they know somehow Disney knows what you're thinking while you're watching. So, well, I mean, if Netflix knows what I'm thinking, Disney probably knows. So. Yeah, <laughs> so and Netflix, you better use that market data well because you guys are falling behind. Love you guys. Yeah, yeah, honestly. And you guys just gave but, Angie Schultz a show. So turns out if we insult the hell out of you, we might get a show. So yeah. thank you, Netflix. Yeah. Insults work. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I, I don't want to perpetuate bullying online. So you know <laughs> say I that know. insults work. But they kind of do sometimes, right? I, I mean uh but anyway. Uh I so I think it, it was I I liked having Katie Sackoff back. What happened to her second assistant, like the other guy? Like he's gone somewhere on some other mission because like she was with two people, like the, uh, the, the, the what's her name? Can't remember. Like, uh, Bo-Katan, yeah. She was with Sasha Banks this time. And then the other one. The other guy the, wasn't there. The other guy, I thought like. He's on some mission somewhere. I, like they revealed killed. his, yeah, they revealed his name earlier in the season, but I thought he was, um, I thought he was going to be Ezra. I don't know. I, I or either Ezra or I thought he was going to be um, Freddie Prince Jr.'s character from uh, Rebels. Oh, but I he, thought, yeah, like I thought yeah, he was going to be revealed to be one of them or something. No, nah, well, I mean, and he's supposed to be blind by now, I think. So it, it's sort of like uh, I mean, oh. Freddie Prince Jr.'s character, like he he gets blinded. And actually, did you actually finish Rebels? I, I don't want to spoil it for you. Um, I well, when we did the Ahsoka Tano episode, the answer is yes. <laughs> I, yeah, I spoiled it for myself. So yeah, so I, I, I don't. There's so say, much to keep up with Star say, Wars. Jesus I don't want to say like, Freddie Prince's character died. Yep, you know, and yeah. and, he, and he I will. Blows up like it's it's not like a you know he sort of disappears in the mist. Like he actually like boom like blows up. Yeah, and, and then the uh, next time you see him, he's gonna be like scattered he's with a like ghost. mechanic pieces. I don't know. <laughs> no, the thing is like the the thing is like they added his voice at the end of Rise of Skywalker when you hear all those like Jedi voices like Ray, get up. Oh, you're afraid you can do it. <laughs> so, you know, he's like your personal trainer on like Nike Plus or something. Uh. And. <laughs> Yes. It's like, get up, run. You still have a mile to go. Uh, <laughs> Ray, you Would still you... have a Sith Lord to kill. Uh, that would be a good idea for Nike Plus or like a, a Garmin or something. It's like, turn left. 
Like if Tenders, you want that kind of voice, the force is with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then you'll get like Mace Windu, like run, motherfucker. <laughs> Mud scuffer. <laughs> Mud scuffer. Sorry, but uh, that's the thing is like they added some Dank new. Ferric. Like, they gotta stop saying Dank that. Ferric, that is, that is so scuffer. corny. They, they need to stop. They need to find another thing for for goddamn it. It's Not like dank ferric. Dank. <laughs> like this is dank, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I, I don't know. It sounds like a good thing. I don't feel like it sounds yeah. like a bad thing. Like dank ferric. It's like, yeah, I that don't know. sounds like a cool ferric. I don't know what a ferric is, but <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was ferret, like the animal. So yeah, I thought I so like, too. Like, you damn ferret. You damn ferret. I was like, are there ferrets in Star Wars? <laughs> Uh, oh, there's there frogs. Was, there's frog people. There's so frogs. There, was, there were those like diamond shiny foxes in last Je- in the last Jedi, like you know that. Oh yeah, those things. Planet. That, I thought like, maybe that could be a ferret. <laughs> could be a ferret or fox, a mix with like, diamond hair. Every but, week um, I get yeah. new information that George Lucas intended Star Wars to be just a happy-go-lucky fuck it thing, but that everybody else made it into like. Yeah, mythology and stuff like he he had an interview about the prequels recently and he said that people missed the point of the prequels because they missed the point of stars in general which is that it's supposed to feel like a cheesy corny 1930s like serial and it's like yeah we didn't catch on to it we weren't born in the 30s but like yeah <laughs> but it, it's, it's i think neither was he like, by the way but, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's like but uh, it's like star wars now yeah. is getting more inspired by the stuff that it inspired like battlestar galactica and all that yeah well thing is like you know you can't it's like he created something that was much bigger than what he envisioned i think yeah. And uh, it turned out to be much bigger than, than he ever thought it would be. And and then, like, he thought, well, it's my creation, so I'm going to do, you know, fuck all with it. <laughs> and, uh, like, and thing is, like, the prequels, like, I grew up in the generation that, like, for for us, like, the prequels were Star Wars. Like, that was, like, the star, you know. Yeah. Like, I still, I still knew the originals, but then I was like, oh, well, the special effects are not that good or whatever. Like, the things that, kid, ki- that kids care about. Uh, <laughs> you know, the like, detail. The details, you know, I was like, oh, well, you know, at least uh, Jar Jar Binks is a bit more realistic uh, than, you know, whatever. But you know then, what? Like, I hope you guys spread time, this pod. Please spread this episode to your friends because I'm going to admit something on air that nobody else in the internet will ever admit. I loved Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> when I was a kid, he was oh, my man. favorite. You are dead. You are he, dead He now. was my favorite fucking Star Wars character. I loved him. I thought C3PO was weird and uptight, and here comes this loose-ass guy. Mr. Wanna go have fun? Everybody's all like serious and talking about like space and the and the politics of everything, and here comes yeah. this random fucking weirdo. Mr. Just wanna have fun, motherfucker. And I'm like, oh, this guy's cool. Like, <laughs> I like this guy. No, like, okay. Thing is, like, I thought Jar Jar Binks you, was well. Thing is that I, I thought Jar Jar Binks was was funny when I was a kid, but then like I still thought he was annoying. And whenever like he fucked up and someone punched him in the face, I thought that was funny. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Thing is, that's why it's funny. It's like it's not that I like him. I think he was, like oh, he he was yeah. he was like you know the he he was the punchline or the he's the gag you know he's yeah. not he you know he's the gag he's the guy who like you'd love to make fun of yeah but and then like by the uh, third movie he's like it's either him or another one of his species dude. that becomes like a like a like a not a royal but like yeah. some like an appointed something 
and he's yeah, I was like, why did he become a senator? Like, why did it, why did they make him? Why did why why do half the senators we have get elected? We I would know. have elected Jar Jar Binks. Good point. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why the fuck Misa here. Yeah, fuck? I think you know, I I think a lot of people ask themselves that question, like in the Senate, like probably. Yeah. <laughs> maybe the people <laughs> who even voted for somebody who won are like, why did I vote for this guy? <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh oh man i was like the thing is like jar jar banks like you can't take him seriously and, and i mean like he was supposed to be apparently he was supposed to be like yoda like oh, a kind yeah. of goofball and then might turn into someone serious later on like yeah. th- there are a lot of rumors that he was darth uh plagueis or something <laughs> like that was the big reveal it was like darth jar jar like actually he's the guy who taught like Please. Please All do it for stuff. season three. Please well, they, for, for <laughs> season it in, three of Mandalorian, yeah, just for shits yeah. and giggles, because I know that's what you're doing, John Favreau. Just things like they they did that in on. Robot Chicken, but <laughs> it's like that Misa does Jaja, and <laughs> and uh, amazing episode. But anyway, uh, so thing is like this. I think for hardcore Star Wars fan, like. This this season finale had everything that a hardcore Star yeah. Wars fan wanted. Like you had a shitload of Mandalorians. Yeah. You had like the, the the like a sword fight with a spear. Yeah. Like and, you know, Giancarlo uh, Esposito, amazing in this yeah. episode. Like for, yeah, for me, for a fan of Breaking Bad, Giancarlo Esposito was awesome. And also as a fan of Rogue One, mm-hmm. it was especially awesome for one part. But yeah, you can. It reminded uh, me. That. Thing is, like that that part. I know which that part was you're talking about. That was intentional. That was Reminded me of that other part in Rogue One. I, I know that's what they were doing. I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Things that was like I was having flashbacks. I was like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's like, oh, corridor, lightsaber. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's like honestly, like uh, I liked like the whole dark saber thing. Like where yeah. thing is like I thought th- I thought. I was kind of confused when they had this whole thing. Okay, so like Din Djarin fights uh, Giancarlo Esposito's character and gets the Darksaber from him. Yeah. Like, you know, to save the the child, Grogu. Yeah. Then when he shows up on the bridge, like this is after the whole rest of the team have taken over the, the ship mm-hmm. and everything. And, uh, you know, uh, and there's this whole debate about like, actually you can't have the Darksaber if you didn't like win it in a fight. Like you had to, uh, okay. you had to defeat the last owner of the sword to be able to, you know, for it to belong to you. Yeah. And that's why, like, you know, Bo-Katan was so intense. Like before the whole battle happens, like I'm the one who has to face Moff Gideon. Like no one else. I'm the one. You know, I have to face him. Oh. You know, because like that way, she's the yeah, one she who will that. have the sword and nobody else. Yeah. So, and at first, I was like, why is she so intense about that? Does she really hate him that much? Like, I thought it was like an ego thing. Yeah, but then it was all about the sword. And thing is, like in Rebels, uh, one of the Mandalorians and the core team of characters, I can't remember what her name is, like Sabine Wren, she yeah. gives it to Bo-Katan in that TV show. Like oh, Bo-Katan okay. didn't win it, didn't earn it. Like she didn't, you know, she oh, had okay. it handed to her. And I guess there's, you know, this is me kind of filling in the blanks. Yeah. And I think a lot of other fans online have have talked about this. But it's like maybe a lot of Mandalorians didn't take her seriously because she didn't earn the the dark saber. She didn't. So win. the Mandalorian is basically about all the Mandalorians kind of questioning their creed and way of being yeah. brought up. 
because she had her code that mm-hmm. she broke along the way, but then all of a sudden she really stuck up about. And yeah. Din Djarin had his code that he kind of like basically said like he ba- he basically revealed by the end that like he's not 100% by the code, but I, yeah. I bet you he's gonna like all of a sudden be like hardcore about. Yeah. something that but he think, grew up with but yeah but this is also a little bit about the about the jedi and their code because like you know ahsoka tano didn't want to teach grogu because he sort of had this connection as a strong you know he was older and had a stronger connection with the dark side because he's he he has attachments and he's afraid yeah. of losing din and, and all that stuff and, right. and he has a lot of fear yeah. And like Ahsoka was like, oh, I've seen the best of us, you know, lose control, or whatever. And she was talking about Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, but like Luke is one of those guys who kind of tiptoes that like he uses some dark abilities, right. like that whole force crush thing that he does on a robot. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> badass, like my favorite moment of the episode. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like the whole, you know, just like he crushes the thing. And I mean, yeah. even in Return of the Jedi, like he chokes some people, like, yeah. uh, you know, Jabba's. And then he chokes two guys. Was that and the that's part like when uh, Palpatine was like, "Yes, yes, what do you yes. Mean that? yeah." You know, I think it's like, and Luke seems to sort of like use some dark side abilities, but he's still a Jedi, right? Mm-hmm. So it's uh, and it's something that I mean, we've spoken about gray Jedi before on the on the show, and apparently Dave Filoni thinks that's bullshit from what I from my research, but he yeah. can't deny that there are some Jedi that can have attachments. And still feel that draw to the, you know, this is all made up, folks. Like, whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> he said but it. It's, like, okay. it's all made up. But, you know, the thing is, like, I, I think of Dave Filoni now as, like, the, you know, he, he to me, he is, like, the, the only, let's say, yeah. not the only, but, like, the most important voice in what constitutes, well, what you know, what is part well, the thing of is, Star like, Wars. I feel like this is like it's growing on me the fact that this is kind of what Star Wars has to be from here now. Like, yeah, you have to invite casual fans like me in and stuff, but for the most part, when it comes to like, there are a lot of franchises now that are kind of like where Star Wars was when it first started. Like, not a super strong mythology, kind of making it up as it goes. There's a lot of franchises like that now, and Star Wars. Um, and you, you, I, you, you see this in other stuff outside of even like sci-fi franchises is that once you have like a core group of fans, once you have nostalgia, you have to acknowledge it. You yeah. can't be like MTV and be like, we're young forever. It's like, no, you're, you're old. Just be old. Admit it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. The thing is, it's like, you know, I think you can cater to those hardcore fans yeah. and also invite new fans. Like, yeah. I mean, like, The Mandalorian is cool, is, is a great TV show by itself, like, to be honest. Yeah. Like, even if you don't know, you know, even if you don't know what Jedi are, like, at the beginning, I, I think that's also why, like, they treat, like, Din Djarin acts like he doesn't know what Jedi are. Yeah. Like, and he was like, oh, wizards. Mm, you know you what know? Mandalorian, <laughs> actually, what The Mandalorian reminded me of was, um, there's a theory in Star Wars, like, for the original uh, trilogy, that the entire movie, the entire trilogy is from C-3PO's and R2-D2's point of view because yeah. they're just kind of like lone outsiders that get like swept yeah. into like this, Actually, like what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And that's kind of what Din Djarin is. He's like on the outside and all of a sudden he gets swept into the bigger Star Wars universe. Yeah. And he's there like, what the fuck is all this? Yeah. 
the thing is like i think the only droid that doesn't have his memory wiped is r2d2 so like he remembers everything and like because Ooh, like at the end alert. of the prequels no but because like at the end of the prequels like c-3po gets his memory wiped uh, yeah. like you know at the end because like he knows because he was created by darth vader yeah. like you know which was a weird thing at the time you know for <laughs> like i didn't think about it because like i was like okay i'm you know i was a kid i didn't think about it. <laughs> yeah but it's it's like uh you know so like he gets his memory wiped at the end of the prequels so that he doesn't remember that anakin skywalker like ever existed right and uh then he gets his memory wiped again spoilers in rise of skywalker which was a whole big deal in the movie and then he just gets his memory given again yeah, that was Back in the to trailer the time a lot. that he like, left. I'll miss like, my friends. And that meant, that meant nothing in the actual movie. It <laughs> meant absolutely nothing. And it was like, you know, what if they just like, okay, well, actually, if you do this, you will short circuit and your memory board, your motherboard will never be used, you know, reusable again. It was like, okay, I must sacrifice myself. This was yeah. like R2-D2 has all the information from the start. And just because he beep boops, no one knows what the fuck he's saying half the time. Could have told everybody, hey, Darth Vader's Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then it's like... Oh, speaking of know, this, okay, let, let, let's just... Like, he might have been saying that all the time. And Luke was like, yes, I know R2. R2 stop bothering me, R2. Right, for, for those of like, you that were... He's your dad. He's your dad. <laughs> Okay, so for those of you who weren't listening closely, uh, we spoiled the end of the, the finale for Mandalorian. Luke shows up yeah. at the end. The, the, his green lightsaber, yeah, all of that. He, and then, but then Amazing. one, one thing we didn't say yet yeah. is R2-D2 also comes R2-D2 out at the end. R2-D2 also comes and out where the hell was he like, beep, the beep, whole time? Beep, beep. Like, where, he was, uh, how he? did he, uh, well, because like he was presumably in the X-Wing, I guess, and was just like parachuted, like, there's like little uh, thing with clamps that. Oh yeah, that's how Luke got there. He got he was in an X wing. Oh yeah, they had the whole the quiet X wing land. They were like, dude, I called could it. that be. I called uh, it two weeks ago, and like no one took me seriously. I said Luke is going to show up. Like, and I was like, who do yeah. you think Grogu called? And I was like, maybe it's Luke. Is like, oh, I'm not sure, and maybe yeah. it's Ezra Miller. I mean Ezra Bridger. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, uh, you know. And then I was like, thing is, this whole episode I was like, the Jedi is going to show up. The Jedi is yeah. going to show up. The Jedi, like and then somebody... and then you see the X-wing is like it's Luke, motherfucker. <laughs> Once like... the green lightsaber comes out, you know it's Luke. But yeah, so so the entire time, like he's wearing a hood over his head, his head. He knows, like you you know the whole time it's Luke. But then when he takes his hood off, that that was yeah. the anticipation for me. Not that Luke was there. It yeah, was I like, wanted to see like are yeah, they going to recast him? Sebastian are they going to deepfake him? Yeah, I hoped it was Sebastian Stan because like he really looks a lot like young Luke, like young yeah. Mark Hamill. And I was like, he's working on, you know, Winter Soldier and, you know, the Falcon Winter Soldier. Like he's, you know, Disney like owns his career or something. They could tell him to, yeah. hey, do Star Wars. And, uh, but then like they, you know, the de-aging slash deep fake thing that they did kind of put me off a little bit, yeah. but it is the, it is the best deep fake <laughs> in Star Wars. Compared so to like you know Grand Moff Tarkin and and Princess Leia and, and Rogue One, I think way by better. Far the the best, yeah, the best effect was um, Princess Leia, and maybe that was because she she was only in Rogue One for like she I don't was know, there like, for like a split second, five seconds or something. Yeah, but... here's here are the codes, and you know here are the plans. Like oh, we will hope, uh, hope, and then yeah, that's it. <laughs> and then hyperspace. <laughs> and uh you know but then like i think it you know i think it 
probably 10 years they're going to remaster that anyway and maybe it'll be better like yeah you know, in true star wars fashion in true star wars uh, fashion they have to just add a bunch of stuff that doesn't make sense you know, but yep. it's like but they got mark hamill to do the voice and do the face capture stuff but uh, i don't know if he actually showed up on set or if they just like filmed his face but uh (laughs) i'm not sure because like at the end it might have been him like when he's not fighting and just like you know he's got his arms crossed or something and talking like it could have been him yeah Uh, i mean like like, there's a there's a brief moment when he was talking where he says come grogu or something where it sounds like old audio like so that's why i kind of wondered if they did that thing yeah they kind of mixed some voices because like they they did that in force awakens with obi-wan kenobi's voice like yeah. because like he his voice shows up in a in that dream sequence when ray finds the lightsaber and it's like these are your first steps yeah and, you know, and they mix you uh ewan mcgregor's voice and alec guinness's voice and yeah. like they did a merging thing so oh, maybe yeah. yeah they probably well, that- got some voice you know things because it sounds like young luke it doesn't sound like you know old mark hamill yeah (laughs) no no because um it made me think of um remember that short i forgot what movie came over but it was that disney short get a horse where it was like an old style disney cartoon that turned into a cgi 3d and uh, what they did for that was for mickey mouse's voice they got walt disney's audio of mickey mouse and split it by like mm-hmm. syllable and split it by like and then like enunciation they, they split every aspect of him and then yeah. they would like if he said the word red then they would have to put together when he said er, 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 and, er, 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 and like make it smooth so i thought yeah. like did they do that with him they might have done but, that they might have but, done that. but then he talked so much that i was like wow that would have been so much work <laughs> yeah well it's uh I think I don't know how hard it is to de-age someone's voice. I don't know if that's a that's a thing, but uh, yeah, I think they probably did them. They inter they probably used some old footage and some new stuff, and they just like did yeah. some movie magic with that. I feel like so Mark Hamill would do a good job at doing his own young voice. Like, that's yeah, his thing. He's just, he's the voice guy too. So, <laughs> but it's still like his voice is a lot more gravelly now. You know, it's it's like oh yeah. You know, yeah, after right 20 years of doing the Joker, you know, it's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. You would have sounded it's like the Joker. Because, <laughs> like, when you hear, when you hear his Joker from the animated, uh, from the Batman animated series versus the Arkham games, yeah. there's a big jump in, like, graveliness, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, hey, surprise! Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you fell for the old Joker, fake Joker gag, Batman. <laughs> You know what I would love to see, like, um, if they did, like, a live-action version of, like, something like, I don't know, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. Like, I... I I, I thought you were going to say Return of the Jedi. (laughs) It's like Batman Beyond Return of the Jedi. (laughs) Almost did. This this, this wine is wearing off, so I'm a little bit better. Joker with, uh, I don't know, with a red lightsaber or something. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know which side I'm on. <laughs> He's got a green and a red one. I'm on both sides. <laughs> that was actually a pretty good Joker voice. <laughs> Warner Brothers, I'm always available. <laughs> you remember, did you see that one clip on, from, from the show when he uh, talks about the IRS? He's like, I'm afraid of Batman, but the IRS, no. <laughs> 
And he's trying to like I pay back his taxes. I may be afraid of Batman, but the IRS, they're a real, the true evil. <laughs> it's like, I may kill people, but they really destroy lives. <laughs> oh, no, man. It's, Teaching uh, young kids, yeah. pay your taxes. Good job. Pay your taxes, file your taxes. Get those refunds, man. With Come on. Intuit. I don't know. We don't. Into it, I use TurboTax, but like I, I, I you know, I, I'm not, I'm not shitting you. I'm actually using TurboTax because like U.S. Yeah. taxes are so fucking complicated. Oh yeah, it, I, I tried to do it myself at first, and then uh, TurboTax. TurboTax. I did everything I could for free, and then yeah. It went also, to if, like, you know, if you've got, dude, I'm not gonna start talking about TurboTax. So they, they didn't even pay us for this. So like, but maybe you should do a thing like where we do, we start our own ads, and then people want to start like. We should do our own imaginary reads. Here, give me a give, give me a brand. I'll do a, I'll do an imaginary uh, read. Squatch sixty four. Squatch sixty four. You ever tried Squatch sixty three? Like is that one of those sanitizer. like? Is that one of those like man cleansing things like? Yes, that's a real man. Oh yeah, god, it's one of those. Squatch. <laughs> mint, uh, mountain mint. And uh, I don't use it all the time, but it has alcohol in it. So you probably can probably get drunk on this. Made from the dirt of the organ forest. I don't know. <laughs> it's petrochemical free, biodegradable and triclosan free. So probably not, you know, if you're not going to get poisoned, probably, but probably not a good idea. 64% alcohol. Do not drink this. Use it with your manscapers. That's for it's some reason skin. getting, not for some reason it's getting advertised everywhere. Like I'll just be watching something for like kids. And this Manscaped. happens a lot. No, that happens a lot. Like I'll put on something yeah. for like kids to like watch and stuff. Ads. Yeah. And then the manscape stuff comes on. I'm like, how does this yeah. have to do with Nickelodeon? And, I and then it's always like, you won't cut your balls. <laughs> it treats your under parts, you know, to, uh, with care and, and I don't stuff. know. And stuff <laughs> with care. Doesn't get caught in the blades, if you know what I mean. Doesn't get caught in the blades. I don't know. That sounded Christopher Walken-like for first. It doesn't second. get caught and the blades <laughs> if you know what i mean you know it's you know, good for your skin you know you know my favorite youtube pre-roll is right now there's like a movie coming out with christopher walken playing like an irish or a scottish grandpa or something and he doesn't he barely does a scottish accent he, he does like the bare minimum dude he has no like, he has he, he doesn't have an accent it's just it's the christopher walken accent like that's the only thing you can do born ireland it, yeah it's like mm, I'm, I'm from ireland do you want to listen to a limerick <laughs> i will do a limerick now it's <laughs> for you while i dance while i tap dance i water dance now the lighthouse too with christopher walken that will save movie hark, theaters. Hark, I say. <laughs> AMC theaters, if you want to save yourself. Lighthouse 2. Lighthouse 2. Dude, the, the Lighthouse 2, the re lightning. <laughs> the re lightning. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Dude. Uh, Hold on. Okay, here, so, ramble on for a second. I got to go. Yeah, I'm going to ramble on. Uh, the. I want to get emotional here and just talk about uh, the separation between uh, the farewell, should I say, between Grogu and Din Djarin. And I think, like, I've seen a lot of fans online, uh, you know, a lot of influencers, like, who have YouTube channels who just talk about Star Wars all day. Like, I saw them get, like, super emotional. I got very emotional as well. Like, I think the ending is just, like, you know, it's like Din is saying goodbye to his 
like the closest thing he'll ever have to like a kid or like that he currently has yeah. to a kid Pedro. And, uh, <laughs> Pedro Pascal like he was you know he says that like I try to Americanize when I say my name like Raf and like he'll say no my name is Pedro Pascal and you know and he's like wow. he goes for it and uh, I'm gonna do that in the future but it's uh but he's like it's just I like the thing is they were foreshadowing him taking off you know, the helmet for a while. He already took off his helmet once during the last episode, but that was like, you know, because he needed to. But this was like, um, you know, I think it's a real gesture. I think I've heard some people online say that because he removed his helmet last time, it sort of took away from the from the moment when it mm -hmm. actually happened in front of Grogu. And I was like, fuck that. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like I think it had a lot of emotional impact, and uh, it did bring tears to my eyes. I didn't ball out like I do when I watch Coco, but yeah. uh, it's like you know, as as all Latinos do, <laughs> whenever they watch Coco, they just I'm actually cry, starting to find like, out uh, how much meaning Coco. that has. Yeah. <laughs> remember me. <laughs> I remember you. It's like I like. You know, my, my brother's wife was like, you have to watch Coco. And then she was just watching us to see what her reaction was. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to watch it because she, she's, uh, she's from Taiwan and she didn't feel that like emotional connection that like, yeah. I guess people with Latin and Hispanic backgrounds have. And I was like, because like, this was like, and I was like, do you remember your papa? Papa? And I was like, yeah. I remember your papa. Dude, out, <laughs> here, out in Hawaii, we didn't even feel like that about like Moana. Like Moana, it was like when it came out and for a few months, it was like, oh my God, that was amazing. But like Coco, Coco oh, has really more yeah. emotional resonance, resonance <laughs> yeah, with people than, than Moana. Yeah. Well, thing is, like, yeah, it's, still, it's still there with you guys. It's still like Coco. <laughs> the thing is like, it's all about, I mean, Moana to a lesser thing is Coco is all about family. And yeah. Moana is about like, you know, is not that much about family. It's about like exploring. I would say that sleep. like, Moana did a very good job at the details and it, it did it did a good job of having that story of like going off into a journey without mm -hmm. getting too western and being like yeah. fuck you mom I want to go do my thing it's like I, I was actually really impressed by like all the details they put into Moana but yeah. Coco oh my god like I, I have underestimated like how much years later that's still like resonates still, yeah like you will cry like with like if you have oh, like yeah. latino or hispanic time. friends every single out there, time every like, single oh, time yeah <laughs> i, I know like, it's coming oh. and i'm like no don't cry motherfucker no, don't no. do it and i was like ah. me. and uh yeah remember me and then it's like wake record <laughs> so it's something like that but it's like um you know i actually my I, I got my mom Disney Plus for her to watch like National Geographic and everything. I was just gonna say Coco. <laughs> no, 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 for, for, not for Coco. I got my mom some Coco. No, actually, she got me Coco. For, <laughs> she sent me this this thing of Coco. And okay, so uh, Coco like the drink, not the the movie. Uh, you know, with chocolate and stuff. But um, so like, and I was like, you know, this Mandalor Mandalorian is is all about family, and it's it. And it's something that I feel was really missing in yeah. the sequel trilogy. Whoa, we're going to go See, about that. We're gonna talk about that the again. The trilogy that dare not speak its name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Actually, before we go into the sequel trilogy, Rand, no, but honestly, let, let's talk about the after credit scene. Yeah, because the um, at the because at the end of Mandalorian, like Grogu goes away with Luke. 
like you're you're kind of stuck thinking like was, what is yeah, what funny. is season three going to be about or what can they do after this like yeah. I, don't, I don't know I, I have two i have two theories yeah uh but like let's talk about that after credit scene with boba fett uh so like okay so we have that you know fate to black we see we see din Djarin, the mando crying like super emotional he just said bye to grogu luke leaves with with uh baby yoda and r2d2 and like you know and i'm like oh, and uh you know and then that that ends you see a, a bunch of credits and then after credits and uh i i think this is gonna be they, they, they did the same thing at the end of season one like where you see uh giancarlo esposito cutting a hole out yeah. of you know the uh his tie fighter with the dark saber yeah. so like uh that being said uh, they announced Boba Fett, the book of Boba, like uh, the book of Boba Fett coming out December, 2021. So there are two. Yeah. So the after credit scene, uh, he goes back to Tatooine. He kills the guy with the, with the tentacle who used to be Jabba's like second in command or something. Mm -hmm. And essentially, I guess, takes power, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and then there, and then like, fade to black and, and he's with ming na wen i can't remember what her character's name is like she shoots everybody and then he shoots the tentacle guy who became almost yeah. as fat as, I was as jabba i was trying to figure <laughs> out if he was a character in the original trilogy or if he was yeah, just yeah, a random guy that took over yeah no he was he was in the return of the jedi at the beginning and he was like you know he's sort yeah. of like his lieutenant or something uh jabba's lieutenant and uh, he uh, okay. presumably took control of i guess the that area of the underworld in yeah. the Star Wars, and uh, Bib Fortuna. Guess, yeah. Wait, Bib that was Fortuna. Bib Fortuna. Wait, that that guy was the older version of this guy. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm looking. Oh, cool. He looked, like he he packed on a few pounds. Didn't yeah, he? that's why I was like, I, <laughs> I did not who that know that who that was. Supposed Even his to be. tentacles got bigger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we know that when you get fat, your tentacles get bigger too. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's not just the it's your whole body. It's not just like you know uh yeah. like that you know your hips or something but uh like he so he you know i was like oh boba i heard rumors oh you're back and then like he gets shot and uh, <laughs> boba fett like just like throws his carcass to the side and sits on the fucking throne like a badass <laughs> and then they talk about yeah the book of boba fett so there are two theories going out around one is that the mandalorian is a general title yeah which we'll talk that talks about different mandalorians yeah. In which case, uh, the Mandalorian season three will be all about Boba Fett. Oh, and like yeah. uh, another theory is that, oh, it might be like just a spinoff and they'll do like the Mandalorian, like Din Djarin and Boba Fett, like at the same time. But the timing mm. is kind of weird and it feels like uh, the book of Boba Fett, like so season one and two was like the book of Din and the child. Yeah. And season three will be the book of Boba Fett. And then maybe in season four, we'll see Din Djarin again. And yeah. like, because I think there's still some questions that are left unanswered. Like, what are they going to do with the Darksaber? Like, is yeah. Din the, the, the ruler of Mandalore now? Like, what is yeah. Bo-Katan going to do? Like, is she going to fight him or something? Like, there's a whole kind of Game of Thrones thing going on now. Yeah. So, and I don't, I don't see them letting go of the child and Din Djarin anytime so. soon. Like no. the child, Honestly, aka Baby Yoda, was too much yeah. of a like 
pulling in point for the show mm-hmm. and became such an icon over the past years. Yeah. You don't just throw it to the side like that. Yeah. And uh, with Din Djarin, yeah, he has uh, an incomplete story. So yeah. I don't see them getting thrown to the side. I imagine this as like an Avatar situation because I think it was season three for Avatar when they were at the Earth yeah. Kingdom um, where like they had like every other episode would like push the story forward but then every other episode between that had kind of was kind of like an anthology and yeah. focused on like different characters so I imagine them doing something like that for this. Yeah, I guess well the thing is it also felt like you know when uh, Din says bye to Grogu like it yeah. also felt like you know a type of farewell to the audience as well as like I'll see you again you know it's like it's not bye but it's you know we'll see each other at some point so you know because like grogu isn't going to become a full-fledged like jedi in like a year yeah uh you know he's probably going to be another point that came up is that did is baby grogu yoda going to be killed by kylo ren in, in the next 20 years <laughs> like, yeah that's the thing they're gonna have to bring in kylo ren somehow because <laughs> this is the beginning of luke becoming like a mentor yeah. the thing yeah. is like kylo ren probably hasn't been born yet or maybe it's just a baby at, at this uh, yeah. at this moment because like princess leia like when when uh carrie fisher started playing princess leia she was like 19 and by the end of the trilogy she was like 24 or something i don't know like super young so you know she didn't need to have a kid like immediately yeah so maybe like you know she still has to she had to help like rebuild the new republican shit and (laughs) um i'm being very like uh, respectful about star wars like yeah and she's shit. doing stuff and shit you know <laughs> she, yeah. you know she's doing some stuff you know and building shit all over the galaxy yeah. and uh you know and like she doesn't have time for a baby like <laughs> i don't know no, like out like, of anybody from the sequel trilogy um that i would want to see carried over into like the mandalorian or something else it would be kylo ren's story like all the other ones just kind of seemed like peppered in there even though they should have been built on more, but yeah. Kylo Ren was probably like the highlight of. Yeah. Well, I think Kylo Ren was, yeah, was the highlight, I think, of the prequel, of the sequel trilogy. Fuck, I, yeah. I keep com- confusing those. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the only good trilogy is the originals, okay? No. <laughs> but, but it's, it's like, uh, this is bullshit. But like the sequel trilogy, like episode seven through nine, like Kylo Ren, I think, well, like in Force Awakens, I think. I wasn't too hot on Kylo Ren. Yeah. And then I sort of warmed up to him during The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it's like, mm-hmm. he, he was still kind of like a little, you know, he was kind of being a you know, little little brat, yeah. you know, it's like, yes. Mar, yeah. you know, it's like, put all like, your guns at him. It's like, yeah. Mar, Mar. And they're like, yeah. dude, like, we're not at the candy store. You're not asking for more no. candy. It's like, well, we're candy. Yeah. Like, you no, know, I, like, I love that, like, development of, like, Kylo Ren. I, I, I love that he was, like, this whiny Darth Vader wannabe. Because, like, to me, that, like, that's kind of, like, how it happened. Like, even well, if you're it, watching in the news is. right now, it's not so much the person, like, the big leader you have to be afraid of. It's that, like, little whiny, spoiled kid that gets inspired by yeah. that leader. So I, I thought Kylo Ren was, like, it was smart to make him kind of he's a little shit like, yeah well he, he is kind of a little shit because like, yeah. he, he you know he kills his dad he he almost killed his mom like he couldn't kill his mom that was the one thing like he couldn't do because he knew that if like in last jedi he was about to blow up the bridge on that on that ship 
Yeah. It was like, oh, his mom is there. It's like, and he didn't blow her up, but then like a TIE fighter blew her up or something. Yeah, yeah. She did the whole Mary Poppins like floating in the <laughs> space thing where she <laughs> forced she goes, herself. She goes, da, 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 goes, <laughs> goes back. A spoonful uh, of sugar helps the women, you know. <laughs> it's like she yeah. also uh Disney property, but it's uh <laughs> They're not paying us either. Come on. Yeah, it's also a Disney property. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like another thing like we had shining beam of light into the sky uh we we have like flowing mary poppins and different you know things yeah uh, <laughs> we had a whole bunch of different stuff wearing off i gotta hold up yeah yeah there oh. there second serving there you go <laughs> <laughs> second serving of of uh what, what wine is it do we want to sponsor for free this week or hello rosa Stella Rosso, Il Conte, nineteen seventeen. Very nice. For an entire nine dollars at CVS. Nice. <laughs> hey guys, if you find that wine or any other wine, I don't know. Like they probably don't. They they only. It's only for people who live in Hawaii. Like that's the the special wine <laughs> they give at CVS for Hawaiians. Just uh, CVS for Hawaii. <laughs> they should just call it that for now. CVS for Hawaii. It's. <laughs> What does CVS even stand for? I have no idea. Some bullshit. I don't know. Consumer <laughs> Vector Services. I don't know. Uh, it could be that, right? Sure. Consumer Vector Services. It sounds like an evil company in something. Well, isn't CVS an evil company? Come on, let, let's get serious. Oh. <laughs> okay, they might not want to piss off because they, they no. got some vaccines they're working on. And no, they've got some vaccines. We they're, love they're you, CVS. They're, they're, uh, I, don't, I, I don't love them. You, I, you, I you, them. you, I don't you have a graphic designer in training here that would love to work for you. So, yay, CVS. CVS. I'm good for working for you, with you, but I'm not going to love you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but, I will. Uh, okay. <laughs> I will, unconditionally. <laughs> Give me more, yes. Whatever you do, this is going to be a, an abusive relationship with CBS. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do, I'll still love you. Still go back home. It's all good. Uh, uh, Walgreens, you ain't shit. <laughs> Walgreens. I won't. I'll never go back to Walgreens, CBS. I promise. Uh, <laughs> so what were we talking about um i don't know i think this is the oh, part yeah, we're of talking the about episode. kylo ren who was like being a little bitch uh, <laughs> this is the part of the episode where we just go into other <laughs> the thing is like anyway. I, that's one thing that thing is like there are parts where kylo ren kind of really acts like a little bitch and that kind of pisses yeah. me off yeah. and other parts where, but it sort of goes with the character a little bit because yep. he is kind of a whiny little bitch yeah and uh you know but that's like the highlight of the trilogy. You know, like, thing is, Ray started. I think she had a strong start, and mm-hmm. then like, you know, uh, I I like the character, but it's sort of like I think they did a big disservice to the character. Yeah. And same thing with uh, what's his name, Finn. Finn, especially because Finn, I especially, don't know, yeah. John Boyega was right. They did. I I still have memories of like walking through because when the first movie came out it was studying abroad in england i still have memories of walking through i think was like one of the train stations or one of the bus stations or whatever Mm -hmm. and it was literally his head popping up every five seconds because that was like the teaser at the time it was his popping up so they really hyped him up and kind of just kind of like threw him to the side like i don't i don't mind the reveal that ray was actually the super important character but they could have done more they could yeah. have they could have done what the original trilogy did and just 
focused on these core four characters and really yeah. like but I think build them like, out and just go back to basics like that. You know, yeah. within the first like 10 to 15 minutes of Force Awakens, you know who's the important character in there. Like, yeah. you know, it's the scrappy, like scrapper on a desert planet. Like, you know, like she's the, she's the main character. Like, yeah. you know, that she's the one, like John Boyega is, is uh, was a stormtrooper who's got like PTSD on his first like outing. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, and then you're like, okay, well, he's, he's one of the main characters. But then when you see the whole like Luke, there are too many parallels between Ray and Luke. They're like, yeah. okay, maybe it was a bit too much on the, on the nose, but yeah well the uh, entire purpose of the force yeah. awakens was more to get people back into the, yeah. like that star wars feeling to kind of like get it was it was back it was for disney to get people on their side that's yeah. what it felt like and then episode eight was like okay let's play around with some stuff and then episode nine was okay just people are mad okay i'm gonna i'm gonna say something i'm gonna say something about ryan johnson after watching the season two finale of madalorian my my uh let's say my my anger against ryan johnson for the last jedi has uh mutated into hate because uh, <laughs> like okay i i i love i love knives out i love that movie like really great movie but what he did to star wars in the last jedi i was like yeah <sighs> it's hard to go back like i caught last jedi on tnt um like a few weeks ago and this was when i was like watching mandalorian stuff and it's like it yeah, yeah. i don't have the same feeling watching like i liked last jedi when i first saw it i like that it yeah, kind of I, I challenged it. Yeah. No, fan, same, it challenged fan service and all of that thing is i was like, like oh that was really surprising like oh this is new this is fresh i was like okay this is cool but then you know when you think about it it's like he just took a shit on luke skywalker yeah you know, a guy that that was like the main guy for like you know, for the original trilogy and mm -hmm. most of whatever, ex, you know, extended universe, expanded universe content yeah. that people did, like Luke was always like the main guy and he just mm -hmm. shat all over. Like, thing is, the version that we just saw in Mandalorian of Luke is a lot more connected. Also, it's like five years right after Last Jedi, uh, the, the Return of the Jedi, but it's like, you're like he was actually thing is in the return of the jedi he became more of like a monk type figure like right. he wasn't as much of a whiny like i just want to get some power converters you know uh <laughs> he was sort of like oh well i know there's good in you and whatever like very kind of stoic kind of guy and then yeah. like 25 years pa you know passed by and you're like how do you become this grumpy old you know shit and yeah. <laughs> and then like the most badass thing thing is i think he could have been grumpy and I understand like, you know, Hey, Kylo Ren destroyed his Jedi Academy. And then he realized that maybe he wasn't the one to teach the next generation or something. Or maybe mm -hmm. the Jedi had to end because of hubris and whatever. Right. I get that. But like the, the, maybe it's just me being nitpicky, which a lot of star Wars fans are, uh, <laughs> but it's like, but it's like, you know, the most badass thing he did was force project himself in yeah. the movie and that's like the end like we saw the worst parts of luke skywalker and then his redemption at the end is essentially doing a skype like a zoom over the force <laughs> and uh and then like yeah, pretty, you know yeah. that is so like uh disappointing after after you just saw like you know they built up the dark troopers like they're fucking strong like you know yeah. Din Djarin, like it takes him like everything he's got to kill one of them 
and then Luke Skywalker shows up and just like slices them in pieces. And he yeah. doesn't even, it doesn't even seem like he, it's that hard for him, you right. know, like he's like normal day at work, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm glad like, they, they at least established like the dark troopers are badass and yeah. stuff. It's like, um, they, they, I, I didn't like how easily disposable they were um, when they, I guess um, they opened up the, um, the uh, yeah, the, the vent, like the, the and I don't know, thing. And yeah. They're like, oh, okay, they're gone. But then they're like, and then at first I was back. like, they're yeah. robots. They don't need to breathe. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then at first I was like, why would you put that there? And then I'm like, oh yeah, that's how they got launched. Like initially yeah. it was that back door. So it was like, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, thing is like, and if this were a real story, they probably would have turned on their jetpacks like way earlier. Yeah, they're not uh, going anywhere. They're going to be, you know, (laughs) they wouldn't have waited like 10 minutes for Din Djarin to one defeat uh, Moff Gideon, then have time to go up to the bridge and (laughs) all that stuff. So it's like, you know, they, they, uh, that's a, you know, that, that's whatever. But it's, it's, I, I don't feel like ever since The Mandalorian started, I can't go back to the sequel trilogy. I used to be able to watch it, like, you know, um, I used to be able to watch Force Awakens. Force Awakens, I can still watch it, but like Last Jedi, I find it really hard to watch it again. Yeah, and it's re- because like, uh, thing is like, for better or for worse, Luke is sort of like a messiah type figure in mm-hmm. Star Wars, the chosen one. Who in the end turns up, turns out it's Ray, but you know, yeah, whatever. But but it's like he he occupied that you know position for like. 40 some years so you're like then he's like this grumpy old dude you're like uh they made him i guess they made him more like actual mark hamill than <laughs> luke. maybe i don't i don't know mark hamill personally but it feels like crusty it, 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 old the role like, the role fit know? like because over the over the years you would see him at like kind of just like being sarcastic and fucking with people at like yeah. comic cons and stuff so i'm like yeah maybe they uh they just wrote this for mark hamill now <laughs> yeah but it's like you know uh it's uh but but thing is when you listen to interviews of him he always seems more hopeful and i think at the beginning he was very positive about ryan johnson because that's like part of the game yeah. like when you're trying to release a movie it's like oh yeah he's such a good guy whatever and then like you know when you're later it's like that's when all the shit comes in I'm like yeah actually i was i didn't agree uh with what ryan johnson did and blah blah and uh, I mean, same thing with like John Boyega, because like, I think John, Boy- like Ryan Johnson, you know, was the first guy to really take a shit on, <laughs> on Finn, like as a character, yeah. because like, I've said this previously, like yeah. everything that he learned in episode seven, Finn, what everything that he learned about yeah. friendship, about being there, about making sacrifices. He totally yeah. forgot that in episode eight, totally yeah. forgot about it. And I'm like wondering, like, because of this was such a shit show of like challenging fan service and then I wonder if like in the MCU and they probably didn't think about it this hard, but this is what I'm thinking is that in the MCU, they're trying to establish the multiverse now because mm-hmm. they want to like attack that kind of fandom yeah. early on where it's like nitpicky and stuff. Cause once you introduce the multiverse and stuff, you can do whatever it's like, you want. It's like you can start to make the details matter less and literally do whatever you want. So yeah, they're so sure. it's only like the MCU has only existed since like I would say 2012 because like 2008 was the first yeah. Iron Man and they tried to establish stuff, but like I would say Avengers is when they first said, 
yeah okay I we're mean, gonna it's, it's, it's yeah. universe time you know <laughs> yeah it's when you it's when you knew that it was a universe but i think like you know uh thor came out because you had iron man one iron man two then thor yeah. uh captain america first avenger and then uh, avengers but yeah i think uh we didn't have an idea of what a group you know superhero film would be like a yeah. team up. like we we never experienced that before except maybe in like cartoons or something yeah and at the end of the day like to make something coherent and entertaining and honest it's going to be up to the fans because like i even remember um when i was uh i was an intern on, on lost for like maybe like a few months and basically half my job was going on wikipedia and finding out where whenever this ship showed up and mm -hmm. It was the fans, yeah. Like all the information the fans put out there, like half my job was like, go on Wikipedia or Lostpedia or whatever, and yeah. go see what we did a few seasons ago because we had shit to do. So we don't, we don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, so it's like as much it, there's always going to be this like weird battle between like hardcore and how much how how much is canon, how much is not, what do we have to cover up, what do we not, but. That's yeah. kind of what I think made Star Wars last so long was yeah. that push pull. Yeah. Well, I think it's like they're every single piece of content in terms of like movies, TV shows, whatever. Yeah. In these universes, they will have to cater to the hardcore fans and the newcomers because there's always going to be some new guy who shows up who's like, I've never seen any of this before. What does this mean? And then like, you can't just throw a bunch of like references just yeah. for the sake of having references and being like, Oh, okay. This probably means something to someone who knows. DC. Like, <laughs> sorry. <clears throat> Disney. DC. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's uh I think if we learned anything this week, it's that Dave Filoni and John Favreau and also Peyton Reed who directed this movie. Oh yeah, it was Peyton Reed that did this. Uh movie. Peyton Reed who is going to direct the uh third uh Ant-Man and the wasp well ant-man movie which is ant-man and the wasp quantum quantumania i think that that's something i think that love how crazy these titles the are quantumaniacs. getting no it's like the <laughs> the quantumaniacs no the quantumania yeah, something quantum like that and uh oh. like i think he was also auditioning maybe to direct another star wars movie or something it feels like the mandalorian is just an audition for all these directors and writers and yeah it's like to to direct like a full-blown they're full-blown like you know uh, yeah. One of the directors from season one is doing Kenobi. Someone else is doing Ahsoka. Like, uh, you know, we're going to have Rogue Squadron and all that, all yeah. that you know, Star Wars good stuff. But I think uh, another another thing I just wanted to say before we, before we uh, end the show <laughs> is that I think if The Mandalorian becomes essentially Boba Fett's show for the next year or two years, mm -hmm. uh, I think the fact that they have all these other Disney, you know, Star Wars, Disney plus TV shows that are coming out is kind of maybe as a consolation prize for not seeing Din Djarin for a couple of years. Like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Never, never thought about it like that. Like Disney investor days. Here's the consolation prizes. <laughs> it was like, you won't be able to see Din or the child for maybe a year. Like, but you can watch Ahsoka. Ahsoka. <laughs> you know, and, uh, all of you that didn't well, watch Well, it's like Rogue Squ Squadron, like those guys uh, who show up and probably with Cara Dune is going to be part of that probably oh yeah she's, uh, oh, yeah. she's she a marshal yeah because she's a marshal of the new republic yeah so you know 
the future the future you know the force is, is strong with uh, yeah. with the disney at the moment with yep. disney plus specifically but uh yeah, yeah disney plus uh doing real well on those uh stars and marvel stuff don't oversaturate yeah. though and um what happened to lizzie mcguire disney plus <laughs> <laughs> we, we couldn't get into that today but uh no one cares. <laughs> I it's not so much Lizzie McGuire. It was like I liked the premise of it, and I was like, "How does like because you're gonna have to have other shows that cater to other audiences yeah. and stuff." And that was like, that could have been something. That could have been something. It's like you're gonna get Mighty Ducks, and you're gonna be happy, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Mighty Ducks and that other thing about there, there's another thing called like spark or spotlight or i can't remember what it's called there's like a, a show that's on disney plus right now that's about kids but i, I don't I, know I, they're they're trying to turn tv shows out of like obscure fox movies now so yeah who knows what's happening we own like, all the fox stuff now <laughs> disney. <laughs> we're gonna use it we're gonna use it <laughs> it's like uh, you know pay us actually they should just ransom people it's like if you don't want us to like ruin your childhood pay us money okay you know, oh, we're safety, gonna... safety. It's about like Disney safety is a drama inspired by the empowering story of former Clemson University uh, safety Ray, uh, Ray McElrathby. Yeah, I'm trying to look up obscure 20th century. Oh, it's Fox like a biopic. Movies. They're doing a lot of sports biopics that, that I, I saw during the uh, Disney, you know, investor day. Yeah, they're, they're trying to like soak up like what they were known for like at like a certain the 90s. point yeah they're trying <laughs> it's, to it's like the 90s were the 80s that, and the 90s like if you really think about disney. it other than the animation stuff what like everything that disney did was like a low budget like mm. cult classic sports yeah. movie or something it's like cult classic sports movies like and uh another cult classic like hocus pocus that doesn't have to do with sports but like they're going to do a sequel to that yeah. Uh, it's just like all the good stuff. Well, thing is, this trend started with like you know uh, the live action Aladdin movie and uh, well, well, like, well, you know Lion King, and apparently they're gonna do another Lion King thing. Yeah. Uh, you know where the animals maybe they you can see them make expressions and have emotions and stuff, like and <laughs> and maybe like you know I, I I was talking about this with my girlfriend because like that, that was like our first like movie date i guess was mm -hmm. like the the redone like live action uh d you know digitally thing like lion king and we we're like the guy who plays simba and the guy who plays naga like his girlfriend like you can tell that there's at least like they have a 10-year difference between them like the voice acting like between yeah. beyonce and donald glover <laughs> it sounds and like the teacher with like the, it, yeah it sounds <laughs> like a, yeah it sounds like he's he's uh, he's dating a mill for something you know it's, it's just like you know, and uh, it was like, you know, they're like, well, hey, do you want to be part of Lion King's? Like, yes, but only if I can sing it my way. <laughs> and she's just doing vocalizations you know, in the middle. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, can you feel the love? Tonight? And you're like, you don't need to show off, uh, Queen Bee. Don't we know who off. you are. <laughs> we know who you are. You don't need to show off. <laughs> just play it straight, please. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's the thing. They actually had some like theater actors in their movie, and they played they the hyenas. 
they had some good yeah. actors and they were the fucking hyenas. I was like, why didn't you get her to play? Never mind. I mean, like <laughs> Beyonce is like an amazing singer and musician, but I've never seen her in a movie that I thought, wow, she's an amazing actress. Except for like the, <laughs> except for like uh, that that uh, movie where it's like based on the on like the Supremes or something. Oh, Dream Girls, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was an, that that was really great. There she was like, really there's that. literally like only one movie where I thought she was perfect. Austin Powers and Goldmember. No. <laughs> and Actually, on that that's note, on my, that's on my bad list. <laughs> that, no, that's the, the like, one movie where I was like, "This is yours. Good job." Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like, I think uh, the fact that it's all you know over the top, uh, yeah. Austin Powers, it like I think plays in her favor. Uh, but but it's but like playing something that people have known for years like the lion king is like iconic and you know and then you're starting to do like vocalizations like this is some freestyle album or something you know <laughs> it's like can you feel the love tonight? And, and then uh, like and then donald glover like he kind of sees kind of does it he he get he's like overpowered in that song i noticed yeah thing he's is oh, that's like, that's it as well thing is like it's supposed to be a yeah. duet and thing is like beyonce is a much better singer than donald glover yeah and a much more potent singer and, and it's I'm, just like it's like putting i don't know it's like putting a foghorn next to like next to like you know like a like a, a like you know a bell that you find like a bicycle or something <laughs> it's just like it's like, it's like, oh, bing, bah, you know, it's like, it's like, it's <laughs> like, like, it's like, hey, Naga, do you want to go out and run on the prairie? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you feel the love? <laughs> Tonight, it's amazing. And, uh, <laughs> it's like, Samuel, we need to go back to the pride. I don't know. She was very like. <laughs> Uh, and then thing is like and then she's she's streaming the lines thing is like are you with me lions and then i'm like (laughs) this isn't your squad like this is oh man there was (laughs) one girl who i thought would have been perfect and she played the hyena i will not get you over over it what was her name Uh, i I don't know you know that eric andre was one of those like Whoopi goldberg played the hyena in the 90s version yeah but who played the did she is she, yeah, I don't. Did she play uh, the the hyena in the in the like Disney um, animate like three D animated like live yeah, action? I don't know. Version. You got, I don't know who played that. But she's way scarier, the queen of the hyenas, than usual. Yeah. Than the anime than the nineties version. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, we we we're we're always going on a Disney bash tour like whenever we talk about star wars which is great yeah, i know but... that's kind of the point yeah <laughs> are you with me what we bingers <laughs> are you with us beastie are you with us okay okay we gotta go <laughs> and you feel the love this morning with our podcast can you feel it can you feel it oh my god yeah. this this went in a good direction <laughs> How did we get here? I don't know. I, don't I have know. no idea. I, I'm just I've, like, just like I, I'm on vacation now. I just want to yeah. blow off some steam. Just like, ah, and that's ah. it, you know. Ah. Yeah, I'm on, di- uh, uh, we'll go, we'll, okay, next time. All right, uh, where can they find us, Raph? They can find <laughs> us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Audible, 
Breaker, Overcast, CastBox, Radio Public, and a bunch of other places where I'm sure that I did not submit us, but somebody else probably submitted us or something. Uh, and uh, YouTube as well. So, uh, guys, we're, it's not like, you know, you can't find us. We're, we're everywhere. So, mm-hmm. not an excuse, okay? Look for that big, obnoxious <laughs> yellow tile. Yeah, look for that what big, we obnoxious binge. yellow thing with like a TV and like, what we binge with Rath and Mike. And, uh, and you know, with, uh, with my amazingly titled episodes about, you know. Yeah. Forcing things. Everybody click the fun podcast because the rest are like deep conversations with yeah. click on the fun looking one. That's us. We're here to have fun. We're not here. We're sometimes we have deep conversations, but not all the time. But you know, we don't take ourselves too seriously. And I hope you don't either. So <laughs> all right, Mr. Rogers, I think it's time to go. That whiskey is hitting you. It's like we're That's, all that you whiskey know. is rehitting you. <laughs> I was going to sing a Mr. Rogers thing, but we'll do that next time on What We Binge Yay! with Rev and Max.